welcome to Las Primas Chingonas Podcast, <laughs> episode number two. We are so excited to be back. It has definitely been good times since episode number one. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh because, <laughs> because it, <laughs> we're just, you know what, not even bored it. <laughs> yeah, so as you know, each episode is focused on a topic that is pretty close to our hearts. Um, this topic specifically, I feel, has been weighing pretty heavily on my heart for a few years now. And I think it's time the world is introduced to two special people in our lives. But in order to tell their story, I feel like we need to go back a little bit and talk about how they originated. I think that all starts with a common theme that we've seen growing up, yeah. which is, you know, Latinas seeking white girl acceptance. We hope you stick around and check it out. talking about our parents because growing up I heard some pretty horrendous stories about people that our parents knew or even our parents themselves who were reprimanded for speaking Spanish in the classroom. Yeah. You know just these really horrible stories of getting hit with the ruler or getting put up at the chalkboard because they spoke Spanish. And even though time has passed, I feel like it wasn't that long ago that our parents and people of their generation were forced into like these bubbles where they were told to speak a certain way and act a certain way, even though their culture told them otherwise. I don't know, do you agree? Yeah. And I feel like everything going on in the media during that time, I mean, I feel like it's just a lot of white culture, right? Yeah. And I feel like our parents were heavily influenced by it. I mean, I don't really recall seeing a lot of Latinos on television growing up. And I feel like because everything that was being presented to our parents and everything happening in the media in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, I feel like that's how we ended up with white girl names. Would you agree? I mean, I don't know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, my name came from Alyssa Milano. Uh, they did put a little spin on it because obviously my name is Alisa. But yeah, they stuck in that Marie in there real hard. <laughs> and Heather with Heather. Yeah, so I think that because there was that lack of representation in mainstream media for us to see ourselves represented on TV or in the news or you know, on the radio, I think that we try to mold ourselves into what we thought society wanted us to be like, even though no one was telling us this to our face. It just was a feeling I think that came naturally because it was just hard to be anything else or try to be anything else other than what was being presented, which was a lot of white culture. Yeah. And I think that, you know, other than the novellas that we would see on TV with, you know, our grandma um, or at home, I think that 
that's kind of how we came about playing this game at grandma's. And I mean, I don't know if you want to explain what that game was, but I think this is like the introduction of two very special people that eventually took over a big part of our childhood. So Heather and I would go to our grandparents' house after school every day. It was um, the best. It really was awesome. Yes. There was awesome food. Our grandparents were super sweet. Um, it was it was usually just Heather and I. Sometimes we'd have like our older cousins and our you know brothers and sisters and things with us, but it was mostly just Heather and I. We would also coordinate too. Side note, like if Heather was gonna be home like sick from school, <laughs> I would all of a sudden be sick, and we would watch like Teletubbies and shit during the day. It was awesome. But anyway, yeah. So we would get home and we'd go to the backyard, and my grandma had like a like clothes like clothes lines, mm -hmm. and we would hang out there and we would role play and. She was Kelly and I was Jessica. Why the fuck we chose those names, you know, is just, I have no idea. Why couldn't we be Xochitl or, you know, right? Valentina or something, you know? No, it was Kelly and Jessica. <laughs> I mean, Kelly and Jessica were OGs. Yes. They definitely dominated our early childhood years. I know personally Kelly came from Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. I was just obsessed with the show. I was so obsessed with her character. I mean, she was the pretty girl in school and everyone liked her. And, you know, she was so kind, but also so very white, which isn't a bad thing. I just remember I wanted to be her so badly and even though I already had a white girl name, my alter ego was Kelly. I think, you know, looking back, right? I mean, I had so much fun playing Kelly and Jessica. They were straight up, like, they were, they were wild. Yeah, they were Beverly Hills, just <laughs> Rodeo Drive yes. girls. Yeah. You know, and then growing up in the Valley and trying to mold into what I thought was what society was expecting of me, right? To speak a certain way and kind of shy away from our culture. Like, I feel like in the Valley, we would shame each other. Oh, definitely. Like, if you had an accent or if you said something a certain way, like, oh my gosh, okay, Lucas. I remember someone make fun of me because they were like, it's Lucas. Yeah. And so I was so scared to say, like, <laughs> you know, say it the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Yeah. Or, yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of shaming going on in the Valley. And then moving out of the Valley, you know, because... Honestly, we you got to admit, the Valley is something special. It's its own little bubble. Mm -hmm. Like, everything in there, cherish, protect it. But anytime you leave the Valley and get far enough, like past San Antonio, it's it's kind of like a culture shock. Yep. So when I first moved to Austin, even though I had been to Austin on several occasions, and definitely once I moved here, it was just so different. It was a different world. And even though I had been, like, crafting my whole appearance and the way I talked and the way I, you know, was trying to kind of present myself to others, I had been doing it forever. Like, basically, like, Kelly was me, you know? Like, not that I was trying to be, like, a white girl, but I was, like, valley white, right? Like, yeah. I, you know? And then when I moved to Austin, I worked with so many white girls and people who were not of color, and I quickly realized that I was a foreigner. Yeah. They didn't accept me whatsoever. And they were like, whoa, what's that accent? And I was like, what accent? I mean, keep in mind, like, English is my first language. Yeah. And they would tell me, what is that accent that we hear? I was like, I, I don't know. I, I, and they're like, you say your A's funny. You, you sound like Sophia. Mm -hmm. It's like, Sophia, who? 
they're from Modern Family. And I was like, dude. Okay, and I also refer to celebrities by their first, first name. Like because, you know yes, like yeah. we're best friends. Do you not do that? I feel like... <laughs> Okay, anyway, so, yeah, they, they're like, you sound like, you know, the girl from Modern Family. Obviously, there's a huge difference in the way we speak. And she's Colombian. Like, she's not even Mexican. And they, they just don't know the difference, right? Yeah. And it's so, it was so offensive. Like, and again, because I'm just wanting people to accept me and like me, I'm like, oh, haha, very funny. But it, no, it was wrong. It took those experiences to make me realize you have to be proud, right? Mm. We grew up with something so special. We tried to suppress it for so many years because society and media, the media, they're telling us to, but no, we are Latina, right? Mm. And we, we have to embrace it. And then you're like, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's hard. I think I did have those kind of like, kind of whitewashed, I should say. Yeah. Um, thoughts and stuff but I've always been very proud of who I am people always say that as soon as I open my mouth that they know that I'm Hispanic mm-hmm. everybody always says that because I do have a little bit of an accent and it took me a long time to be super proud of it I think I am very proud the thing that I do hate the most is I work in a very male dominated field and I was told on one occasion I'm not allowed to be mad because when I get mad and I quote the Hispanic comes out and you come off very aggressive. Yes, I was just about to ask you, how many times have you been called aggressive? Aggressive. And it's just like, I feel like instantly I'm told that I need to tone it down, that I need to like suppress those things in me. I can't be upset. I can't have a bad day. I can't do anything because all of a sudden people take it as like, Mm -hmm. you know, aggression. And I mean, I'm not a naturally super aggressive person. But I feel like a lot of times I'm told to to hold back my feelings or my thoughts because mm-hmm. it's too much for some people. And to that I say, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a person. I feel things the way that I feel them just like everybody else does. You know, it took me a long time to be comfortable with that. That, that people aren't going to like the way that I express myself. I get mad. Yes, I have an accent. Yes, you know, I speak sharp and I speak clearly. And people don't like that. People don't like when you voice your opinions and don't like when, you know, you are a proud Hispanic woman. If I hear somebody making fun of, you know, some of the cooks that speak Spanish, mm-hmm. you know, I, I speak, I stand up for them. In one occasion at one of the places that I work, they were using walkie talkies and two of the employees were talking to each other over the walkie talkie um, in Spanish. And one of the head, the higher ups on the walkie-talkie so that we could all hear was like, we don't use Spanish here. You need to speak English. And what did I do? I stood up for them and I voiced what I had to because it's something that I believed. Like the, the more that we are forced to tone down our culture, yes. tone down what makes us who we are, I feel like that's so disrespectful to the people that fought so hard to mm-hmm. get to make things happen for us. To our grandpa, who we talk about all the time, yes. you know? Our grandpa was a fucking G, dude. Mm-hmm. Like. Our grandpa came over here, you know, when he was super young from Mexico and he made a life for himself. And I'll be damned if somebody has me toned down my uh, my culture, the things that I hold very dear to my heart because it's too much for them. Mm-hmm. To that I say, be too much. Take up space. Yep. You know, it's something I feel very strongly about and I will not tone down myself just so you're comfortable. Like, that's yeah. not fair to anybody. 1000%, yes. And I feel like it took me a little bit to realize, but after a couple of times of being told, like, you have an accent and you sound funny and whatever, 
I got fed up and yeah. I was like, enough is enough. I, I do have to be proud and I do have to stand up for my culture, for myself and be unapologetic about who I am. Yeah, I remember one time I was staying late working with my supervisor and another teammate and the cleaning crew walked in speaking Spanish, right? And just talking amongst themselves, not bothering anyone, just literally there to do their job. And my supervisor goes, whoa, you know, it's late when the Spanish walks into the, mm-hmm. into the office. And I was like, oh, hell no. And so I got up and with my very broken Spanish, <laughs> I got up and told him like, well, you know, we all speak Spanish. Or I said something about like Spanish being like the number one language or I don't know, I said something like that. And I said it in Spanish he looked like a ghost dead white and he quickly messaged the other girl he was like oh my gosh i think i'm gonna get reported to hr i think i offended heather dude like why did it take that for you to realize like what you said was wrong yeah and that's when i really i think it clicked for me like we have to stick up for others Mm -hmm. especially those who don't necessarily have as big of a voice as we do right now yeah and ever since then i was like no like i'm gonna stick up for people i'm going to be unapologetic about who i am and if people keep telling me one more time that i'm fucking aggressive and make it seem like it's it's a bad thing to be like it's not me being aggressive it's maybe you not understanding who i am yeah and trying to turn me into something I'm not. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was definitely like a life-changing experience. One of the things that I hate too is, I don't know if you get this, but does anybody, you ever, do you ever meet anybody and they're like, oh my God, you're so, you sound so educated or like, oh, yes. you know, you went to school and everything Like you can tell like the fuck, like, yeah. okay. Like, I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like, are like Hispanic people not supposed to be educated? Are we not mm-hmm. supposed to speak right? That has always been very, very offensive to me and yeah I, the fact that i hear that more often than not pisses me off like mm-hmm. it's just so disrespectful i would never say that to anybody exactly yeah but i'm glad we're having these conversations mm. i feel like you know especially to our young mijas out there i think it's important that at a young age be your authentic self yeah yeah don't let anyone question like your education or make it seem like just because you're hispanic having an education is something surprising yeah. like be you yep. go after what whatever it is that you're passionate about do it to but- the future mijas mm-hmm. be proud of where you come from be proud of your ancestors be proud that you're where you're at because of the people who did it before you yeah you know just Never stop being proud to be, whether you're Hispanic, whether you're black, whether you know you're Native American, whatever it is, be proud. Hold on to that culture that you have because that is something that people at the end of the day cannot take away from you. No matter how hard they try, no matter how hard they push, you are you. You have stories, you have connections to your past. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take that away from you. And do not let it go away because you're scared, because you're... Mm-hmm you know, worried what people are going to think about you. Be you always. Yes, I I could not have said that better myself. So that's it for today. (laughs) Okay. This was a little bit of a heavy topic. Yeah, I think one key takeaway is that no matter what happened growing up, we're at a good place. Yes. We're at a good place in our lives. And also, I don't regret Kelly and Jessica. Me neither. 
I had so much fun just playing and spending my days with you and being thrown into grandpa's camper mm-hmm. in like a hundred degree mm-hmm. heat yep. with like an eight by 10 window <laughs> to like get some breeze. <laughs> I do not regret any of that. I loved all those memories. I just really hope that anyone listening to this even our white ally friends i appreciate you taking the time to to maybe learn about our perspective on things you know i hope you join us for episode number three yeah we're gonna have some uh uh, blast from the past on episode three so i'm pretty excited about that one i'm super excited but i'm also very biased right now about no (laughs) so i'll go ahead and say it we have a, a special guest on episode three heather's husband emmanuel who is the best. So I'm very excited (laughs) to have him on there. He's going to kind of help us go back to high school and kind of touch on what we were like in high school. And yeah, we were ridiculous. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. We Do we even take a shot at the beginning? We didn't take a shot in the beginning, but that's okay because we can take one to end. Sorry, man. The topic was heavy. We're just getting into it. (laughs) Cheers. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram. All of it. All that good stuff. To the Primas Chingonas podcast. Episode two. Bye. Bye.